the latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 mobi Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us on Season 3 of The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Jackson, Life Coaching Counselor, as we help you explore the business of love here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. Welcome to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Jackson, counselor and life coach. We are here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. Excited as always. This is season three, and we have a great topic for you today. I don't know about this one, Dr. Seth. We are talking about does... Pornography have a place in the bedroom. Hmm. What say you? I would say this has to be done on an individual basis. I think people have to decide what's best for their relationship. There's some pros and cons to it. I mean, one set of thought that says that pornography is just the most horrible thing in the world and that no one should ever watch it or do it. There's another thought that is a, that it has some educational value to uh, pornography. Another set of individuals may say that it's an ad- addicting for a person to uh, to enter such a, uh, a venue. So, hmm, what say you? I don't really get uh, involved with like someone else's uh, sexuality. It's just I know that. Uh, there's a school of thought that if, if you have a dysfunction, help a person, um, you know, work on their dysfunction. But, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, all, it's all individual. Mm. You sound like you, this is a tough topic. No, it's not a tough topic. I mean, I just, I mean, you know, I, I just think that, you know, sexuality is such a personal thing. I think, I think if it's something that's that, that an adult desire to do as far as, I mean, like, you know, they had a partner and they, um, like, fellatio or whatever, and they didn't, you know, they didn't feel comfortable or didn't know how to do it or whatever, you know, there's a tool that you can, you know, that you can actually see it and and you can actually uh, learn, you know, techniques and things of that nature to to better your your sex life in the bedroom. Here's here's the deal. My initial, and it hasn't changed much after the research that I found, but my initial uh, thought is no, pornography does not have a place in the bedroom unless you're by yourself in the bedroom. When it comes to relationship, uh, I'll talk personally for myself, and then I'll talk a little bit about some um research and then just some girl talk so when when it comes to relationships for me I'm so into my partner the man that I am with I can't see a place for pornography because 
I'm into him and I'm desiring for him to be into me. So watching uh, someone else on the screen doing whatever they're doing or two other people doing what they're doing or three, whatever someone might want to watch is just something I cannot even fathom. I know that this has been introduced to me, but uh, it's easily forgotten about because I take care of mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody tripping off of no pornography. So I truthfully and honestly just don't see how in a, once again, healthy relationship, how it even has a place. So I, 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 I can't even go there with well there's an article making it a part of my program well there's an article from the Hall Post it says five reasons why watching porn together can be good for uh, your relationship where did you say this is coming from the porn industry no kidding uh, no I actually <laughs> actually and it's written by uh, Stacy uh, Nilkin and she's an actress so I, I guess she uh, maybe, maybe porn she's porn. into porn I, I, I don't know <laughs> but uh it says it's a shared experience. Uh, we all have our sexual fantasies, and um, you know it. It it can help um, open people's uh, individuals' minds to uh, different things that they can do sexually. It can speed up foreplay. It can shatter shatter myths uh, uh, that you can only be attracted to uh, one mate. And it can lessen the need to, to act out sexual, uh, act out on sexual desires outside of your relationship. And see, the research that I found is is the opposite of that. So I feel like you know, you know how it goes. People can write up anything to make it seem one way versus another. But the research that I found um, in two different articles. One article was called. Uh, what porn can do to intimacy, and that article is by Peg Strep, and then another, and these were both in Psychology Today, by the way, and I looked at others, but these two, I think, were clear. And then the other one was um, by Dr. Kevin Skinner, and it was saying, is porn, uh, is it bad for a relationship, basically? So, that those two different things, and I was looking at it from a standpoint of professionals, you know, in the field. And I, I didn't see anything but one, the only positive, it was kind of like possibly positive, was there was some couples that stated that it was healthy for their relationship. And the doctor, uh, Dr. Skinner asked, the question should be, why is it healthy for their relationship? What are they doing? And so what I imagine was a couple that's watching porn and they're having a discussion. They're both into the porn and somehow that enhances their relationship. So I can't imagine that. So let, 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 let me just say this. Okay, for instance, would you uh, rather see couples going out and having threesomes and uh, going out to sex parties or whatever, or uh, sitting at home in their own home and watching porn regarding those type of things. Uh, 
Um, I, I am not well, trying, really, to, see, I'm not trying to see either, but I mean, yeah, if, 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 if you keep it at home and in the in your bedroom is definitely the better option. Well, it's so, probably the safer option, right? Definitely safer. Okay, or or a situation where where a person has a very uh, a person has a very high sex drive, and uh, and you know this person could actually just go out and have unsafe sex or risky sex, uh, or be at home and watch it porn. Well. You already know I'm gonna say being at home is gonna be better. But, so what, what, what but, I'm saying is, is that there's this, there's like a different degree of why it may be better to do it than not do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same yeah. time, I know from a person who comes from a religious or a spiritual subset of of, of ideas, they may see it as something that's totally wrong. But I know that there's so many people who are quote unquote under the cloth that will tell you, even pastors will tell you not to do it, and priests will tell you not to do it, but then they're out there molesting kids. They're gathering too much pressure and not being and having an avenue to release it. Well so, here's here's the deal. We're not necessarily looking at why people do it so much, you know, and how it cures maybe you doing another wrong. We're looking at does it have a place in the bedroom, right? And as far as a relationship goes, that's that's the point that that we're looking at. So I, all those things are true. For, it could be a better alternative to you know, for instance, to something. But for instance, if 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 a guy he's really into oral sex and. And all that other stuff, and in there, and you know, let's get back. We we have to take a commercial, but we we'll, we'll get back on on oral sex when we come back. Who plays the best music? We do. We are live. One five point five mobile radio. Twenty four three six five. One big party. Welcome back to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Jackson, life coach and counselor. And we are on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio, and uh, Dr. Seth is back on oral sex. No, I mean, well, we, we're, we're talking about oral sex. Okay, so you, so one of the partners, you know, are kind of resistant to oral sex and, you know, because they've been raised in this strict family that sex is just for procreation and that's all it is for you know they get married and and you know they're in the bedroom and husband is trying to or or wife is trying to get husband to uh uh to to look at it in a in another perspective so a suggestion is said hey look let's why don't you watch this and see if it's something that that you know that that you may feel like you can you know get into right. So they use that as a tool to further advance their sexual relationship in the bedroom. Well, I hear what you're saying, and you're making the case for it having a place in the bedroom. Um, I'm going to go back to uh, these articles. Let's play it safe because I really. 
I'm just, I'm just being hypothetical. I, I, I know you are, but I am really into two people connecting and and being all that they can be without any outside, you know, other but, things. But in the you book, know? you know, in the book, <laughs> the business of love. Remember, you know, when I when I put that book together, it was a chapter that was dealt with sex, and it was talking about sexual tolerance. What is your sexual tolerance? Because, you know, some people don't like to kiss. Some people don't like heavy petty. Some people would never, ever get into a menage a trois. Some people do not like pornography. Some people don't do that. So you have to, of course, be what, you know, couple yourself with someone who, you know, who you know that you can grow sexually oh, yeah. with, right? Yeah, but I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to take this article. Um, and I'm just trying to get ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> You're ahead of the game. All right. Um, <laughs> Peg Strip, her looking at, she looked at three different uh, bodies of research. And these are basically the points that they came up, what they found in their research was um, porn-free relationships are stronger with lower rates of, of infidelity because supposedly watching porn keeps that forever somebody else on your mind and opens the door for someone else. And I know how powerful the mind is and I just can totally see where that could happen. Um, it says that watching porn, another study gathered that watching porn can diminish relationships commitment, you know, to one another and then the third study was, was the finding was that fantasy alternative leads to cheating. So, that okay, so was, how, how, she how, she basically did research these three different bodies of research. You know, read over and looked at these three different bodies of research. Well, and those were the findings. So, but but what I'm saying is that so you're saying that the people who are cheating are watching. You, could you say that every case of those people are no, you can't are cheating? You can never say are, every case. It's just saying it was correlated with in the findings that 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 she went through and that I read about. There, there was a high correlation between the cheating. I think. I think. And pornography. I think people who are going to cheat, regardless if it's pornography involved or or whatever the case may be, they may have the best spouse around they may have someone that's given them everything that an average person would love to have and they still would cheat well here cheat, it's this way for me and i look at that that's true i think it's a it's condition like, of nature it's like the crackhead that drinks alcohol first room for actually going ahead and doing some crack you know smoking crack or whatever you know they they start with the drink, but they know the end line is what they really want to do is get to that crack cocaine. Right. So I, I look at it the same way. I, I look at people, to me, that from what the study is saying in that way, they're, they're watching porn. Their mind is open to sex with someone other than their partner. Now, again, we're talking about in relationships. We're not, not talking about people individually that do it. And if they feel like this is a safer sex way, I'm, I, I want to still satisfy myself this way, but I'm going to go ahead and watch porn and, you know. Well, I'm not, and, I'm not refuting that, but what, what I am saying is that there's a lot of people who don't watch porn who still go to work and they see a co-worker that uh, 
that that they want to do regardless of them watching porn, right? I know. I, I so, so there's a lot of reasons why people cheat. I'm just saying that this the propensity appears to be higher if you're watching porn. So it's just the door is open, you know? I would love to see a study of people who have not cheated in their relationship who watch porn and uh, people who uh, do not watch porn and cheat and see if there's if there's a study that can be done to see if it's really a, a correlate if, you know if there's any type of serious correlation on on why people would would cheat in the first place, you know. Well, get I, ahead I don't. Of the game. I don't. I don't necessarily think that. No, I think it's studies out there like that. But get ahead of the game and and go. You know, get your study together. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I. You know, I, I. I. I just think that. Um, you know, even I, I was in college, and I took a human sexuality class, and one of the shocking things that that happened in that class is that they actually showed pornography in the class teaching about sexual uh, human sexuality. So I'm sure it was the, the response. To, well, partly was to see the response that certain people would have. Uh, no, it was just it was it was more of an educational thing where this is the female body, this is what, what this is about sexuality. It talked about STDs, it talked about yeah, but it was literally it was it it was pornographic in nature. Oh, it was pornographic, not necessarily porn. Right. I mean, it, I mean, there were people that were you know having sex. Yeah, having sex. But what I'm saying, just Enjoying because enjoying each other's bodies, just because it's sexuality. Yeah, just because of sex. You know I mean, like for instance, like America, we're really bad because we don't even want to show our bodies or anything. It's such a taboo. Or people walking around, and yeah, and you go to other countries, and people are walking around naked on beaches, and they have a lower level of rape and all that other stuff. And so I just think that when when you get to a place where you know minds are closed, then it opens up other other things. That's that's how that's how it. Now anything that that is. An addiction is something that uh, that I say that people need to to watch out for. If you if you're in the room and you're watching porn, and that's all you can do is watch porn, and you're letting business deals go, and you know you're not answering your phone, and and you know you know, I mean, people are like man, you know, you didn't turn your lights on last night at all. Yeah, I mean that that that's problematic. But I think if if I think there's a there there's a balance. I'm not necessarily ad, advocating for it, but I'm just saying that uh, you know I, I mean if we get on other subjects like menage trois and stuff. I mean people do that all the time. I mean there's a lot of that stuff going on. Now have it have I done it? No, but I'm just saying that that uh, you know people have a right to be in their to have that their sexual experience how they see fit and how they want to create that script for themselves i i, I always go back to if this is somebody's 
bedroom and the two can agree on it and this is what they want to do, then that's fine. And you know what? We're we going to take a break so you can talk about the bedroom when we get back. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Who plays the best music? We do. We are live 105.5 Mobile Radio 24365. One big party. Welcome back to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host Angela Jackson, life coach and counselor. And we are on live 105.5 Mobile Radio. We are talking about does pornography have a place in the bedroom? We have some um, Dr. Seth who's open and uh, myself who's pretty much just like a no for myself. However, as a counselor, we don't make decisions for people. And in your own room, what you do is what you do, you know. So I, I am well, not trying to go down that road. But I like what, what um, you know, um, I like looking at what's out there. And just from my, and I didn't do a major, you know, look at different studies. But what my the research that I saw uh doesn't really support this as the healthiest uh, thing to do in a relationship. And I can see why that could get in the way of the relationship. Yes, unless, of course, it's something that is discussed and it's something that both are in agreement with and you find a way for it to bring you closer. And you, you know, you said you said something that get in the way of a relationship. But you know what? One of the things that really get in the way of a relationship is when one person in a relationship stop wanting to have sex. That's really getting getting ahead. And for and for you, you're looking at a from a guy perspective. You know, you're looking at as far as prostate health is concerned. Uh, a guy has to ejaculate so many times to maintain good prostate health. If that guy is with a woman that uh, is not sexual, then the guy, you know, that's almost like saying, okay, well, you know, if you can't uh, masturbate, if you can't find tools to help you ejaculate, outside of cheating on, on, on your spouse, then um, um, then you just go ahead and face the, the opportunity, uh, I mean, the, the, the consequences of having, you know, an unhealthy prostate. So. Okay, for that's your physiological perspective. Um, and I, I definitely see where you're coming from. I do want to... Uh... I just want to tell women, you know, love your man. Don't let your man have to suffer with a bad prostate. Do what you need to do to make your man healthy. This article that Skinner... Oh, okay. Skinner. Yeah, okay. it's a Skinner. It's another Skinner. And it's B. Skinner. Um, <laughs> I wonder what the B stands for. Um, Dr. Skinner. Okay. Um, is pornography helping or hurting in the bedroom and he asked three questions and I want to just share those questions with our listeners and um, his response to those so the first question is is pornography helping our relationships he says research says no however he does say to be fair like I had mentioned earlier there are some couples that you know say it helps their relationship 
And so he says the question we should be asking is, why does it help those relationships that is healthy? Even though the research largely says no, it, there, it does have, obviously it's helped some people. So let's look at that why. So that's a good question. And maybe that's some research you can do with Dr. Skinner. Um, question two, how do we best help individuals and couples who are seeking help due to pornography-related problems? And I, I I'll share his response. He says, regardless of whether pornography is addictive or not, countless individuals and couples are seeking professional help to deal with pornography in their lives. So this is an issue. Um, and it says, in order to help, we need to, to better assess their needs. And that's, that's important. Um, in their assessment, it says we need to acknowledge that pornography or other sexual behaviors may not be the only problem, which is true. It might, it usually it's a, watching pornography is a symptom of something else. So I, I have to share that. And then the last question he had was, is pornography distracting us from creating better relationships? And he said, leading researchers are telling us yes again. Okay, so we have to look at some good research. This is, there may be exceptions, as there always is, but the fact remains that pornography is harming many relationships. Um, and so in order to resolve that, we need to know how to better, to have better relationships, period, regardless I of think, whether we believe in pornography is good or bad. And so I really think uh, pornography is like a gun, Okay. A gun is not going to hurt a person. It's a person who's using the gun that hurts people. Pornography is, is I mean, will not uh, motivate a person to do something unless they want to be motivated to do something. And um, so... So you're I mean, saying the seed is already there if they do. Right. The seed, the seed, yeah, the seed is there. I mean... Again, when we talk about infidelity, I mean, there's plenty of incidents where pornography is not even part of that mix for a person to to be, you know, uh, to let go of their fidelity, you know. So it's it's really one of those things. I mean, I I, I just feel like. Uh, uh, you know, it's sort of like eggs, right? You know, eggs got uh, a bad rap for cholesterol, you know, for years. I mean, and I just think that if you do too much of anything, I mean, it's like eating chocolate or or drinking too much or, or you know, eating too much food or whatever the case may be. Um, I mean, too much of anything is not, is, it's not good, so. Hmm. <sighs> this topic, um, it's not going away. Well, you have to understand that that the pornography business <laughs> is one of the largest enterprises, you know, in the world. Yeah, this is so, very true. So apparently there's quite a bit of people who are looking at it. And uh and and I would and, and I don't want to get mad. I know I know I'm gonna get all these mean letters in the mail, but I'm sure that pastors and priests and everybody else is is looking at pornography. They just say that they're not, but they're sexually um, um, they're sexually stressed. 
And I think that um, and are people who, again, who don't have a place to release. You know, like some people go out and play basketball. Some people go out fishing. Some people go out and do other things. And uh, if you don't have those means and you have a high sexual um, desire and there's no outlets, I mean, what should a guy do or a woman go do? Should they go out and get a prostitute? Should they go to a bar and just pick up someone so they don't have to watch pornography? They can go and they can have sex, you know? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that are worse than than watching pornography than a person can do to deal with their sexuality. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to this article. I really appreciated Dr. Kevin B. Skinner. Um, so it just seemed like you don't appreciate what I'm saying. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, we would not comment on that right now. Uh, I appreciate Dr. Seth Francois, uh, but this uh, okay. this this topic I think is is um, I think we have to stick to focusing on it in relationships, and this 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 article has done a really good job with that. And like he says, he says our dialogue needs to shift away from whether pornography is bad or not, but you know, or is it addictive or not. Instead, we have to focus on how it's influencing our individual lives and our relationships. I agree. That's what we have to focus on. Um, And so he says, um, you know, as to his confused colleagues, he says, gather as much information as you can and form your own ideas. You know, we have to switch up how we're looking at it. Then this is his conclusion. He says, as for me... My personal research and clinical experience tells me that pornography is hurting individuals and couples more than it is helping. It's helping them. He said, I agree with Dr. Johnson and Gottman that pornography is hindering couples' attachment bonds. See, it's not being used like these few couples that found that it works for them. It's 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 in the way. He says. He said, however, I disagree with Dave Lay that pornography isn't the problem. We are. But it is because we are turning to pornography instead of to a healthy, intimate relationship. What? So like he said, pornography in his, in his, and I think this is a healthy perspective from the research that he's done, that it's not pornography that's the problem. So it's not about whether it's bad or addictive. It's about how we are using that instead of creating healthy, intimate bonds. Well, you know, I think the first thing that we have to do is we have to have a clear mindset of how this social media generation is affecting our overall connection with each other. Yeah. It's it's, it's not just porn. It's the new way of how we... I mean, when when you when you can stay at home and work and not commute or not, you know, you don't have to. Your uh, connectivity with people on a day to day is a lot less than what it was, you know, twenty years ago. I mean, those are all the factors that we really have to look at as far as connectivity. When you're sitting down with your mate and your mate is on Facebook or or on some other social media outlet or texting someone when you're at dinner or trying to have dinner with, with your mate. I mean, there's 
there's, I mean, that's a problem. I mean, the problem starts there. Yes. Not in the bedroom. It, it, it ends up in the bedroom, but it starts right there. Yeah, there, there are a lot of, a lot of reasons why people do what they do, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, because pornography is usually the symptom of something else. And so it's getting to the root of why. And then if it can be something healthy in your bedroom, then so be it. But if it is a problem, deal with the root of the problem. And that's really what uh, Dr. Skinner's research is saying. I agree with it. I personally don't care for it in my bedroom because I enjoy my time with who I'm with, my mate. And so I don't need that. I just don't. I've never needed it before. I don't see needing it. Um, and I'm not opposed to it for people that it is works for and that it's healthy for them. But if it is the symptom of something greater that is an issue, it needs to be dealt with. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have, I mean, just to round it off and close this out, is that if you have a great sex life with your mate, I mean... It, it, and it's passionate and, and it's fulfilled, then there's no need to cheat. There's no need for pornography. There's no need, you know, for going outside the marriage for other things. Um, and uh, But it's also based on sexual tolerance. I mean, what a person, how a person is made internally, you know what I mean? And some people are, you know, I just got to say it on the air, freakier than other people. Yeah, some people are, you know. But, you know, as always, we're exploring, you know, uh, these topics and we're discussing them, uh, giving you two sides or, you know, sometimes there are more than two sides, but something to look at. And again, the bottom line for me is always, uh, making sure that each individual is in a healthy place and that any issue that arises or challenge that comes up, that people are talking about it and discussing it in real terms and for what it is and coming up with best solutions that will lead that relationship to be a healthier relationship. Or sometimes, as we've discussed, it leads us to understand that that wasn't a healthy relationship from the beginning and it, it's not you best for us. Definitely communication practice safe sex, and uh, understand why, you know, we do certain things, right? Those are the things, those are the things that we always have to ask ourselves. But, you know, time has run out, Miss Angela, so I'm going to need you to take us out. All right. This has been the Business of Love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. We are saying goodbye to Dr. Seth Francois and me. Angela Jackson, your co-host, counselor, and life coach. All right. Good night, y'all. Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us on Season 3 of The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Jackson, Life Coaching Counselor, as we help you explore the business of love here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. 
the latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 www.1055.mobi